Welcome to the Black History Month edition of the Doctors Washington podcast, where we highlight African Americans who have made significant contributions to the field of medicine. This episode features the life and achievements of Dr. Robert Tanner Freeman, who was known for becoming the first professionally trained Black dentist in the United States. I will also detail the life of Dr. Robert Fulton Boyd, who was known for being the first president and founding member of the National Medical Association, initially founded as a fraternity of Black doctors. Dr. Robert Freeman was born in Washington, D.C. in 1846. His formerly enslaved parents took the surname Freeman, as did countless other people after gaining their freedom from bondage. As a child, Robert befriended Henry Bliss Noble, a local white dentist in the District of Columbia. He began working as an apprentice to Dr. Noble and continued until he was a young adult. Dr. Noble encouraged him to apply to dental colleges. Two medical schools rejected Freeman's application, but with the encouragement of Dr. Noble, who had contacts at Harvard Medical School, Freeman applied there. Initially rejected, he was accepted into Harvard's medical school in 1867 at the age of 21 after a petition by Dean Nathan Cooley to end the school's historical exclusion of African-Americans and other racial minorities. Robert Tanner Freeman and classmate George Franklin Grant became the first Blacks to enter the 1867 Harvard Dental School inaugural class of 16. Upon Freeman's graduation in 1869, he and Grant became the first African-American dentist in the United States. Dr. Freeman returned to Washington, D.C. after his graduation to open his own practice. He became a pillar in the D.C. Black community because of his commitment to mentoring other African-American youth interested in the medical profession. Ultimately, his death came in 1873, only four years after he received his dental school degree. While working in D.C., he contracted a waterborne disease, although the records are unclear as to the specific disease. Dr. Freeman's legacy extends beyond his short life. He was honored by the National Dental Association, the All Black Dental Group, which was founded in 1913 and is headquartered in Washington, D.C. The association adopted the mission of Dr. Freeman to extend dental treatment and education to the impoverished, the disabled, and people of color, as well as those who may not seek proper care due to age. In 1907, the predecessor organization to the National Dental Association called itself the Robert T. Freeman Dental Society. Dr. Robert Fulton was born July 8, 1855 on a farm in Giles County, Tennessee. In 1866, his mother brought him to Nashville to live with Paul Eve, a surgeon with an international reputation. During his stay with Dr. Eve, he enrolled in night classes at Fisk University and dreamed of becoming a physician. In 1872, he took a job with General James H. Hickman, a real estate agent. Boyd worked half the day and attended school the other half, receiving no wages. He left in 1875 to enter the teaching profession. 
Boyd began his teaching career at College Grove in Williamson County, Tennessee, returning to Giles County the following year. He soon became principal of the male school in Pulaski and then acted as principal of the female department of Pulaski's public schools. Robert Fulton Boyd entered the Department of Medicine of Central Tennessee College in 1880 and graduated with honors in 1882. He practiced medicine in New Albany, Mississippi. He later returned to Meharry as adjunct professor of chemistry. While teaching, he entered the new dental department at Central Tennessee College, graduating with honors in 1886. In 1887, Boyd opened an office to practice his profession among the less fortunate. By the turn of the century, he was treating patients in all socioeconomic classes. Dr. Boyd was particularly alarmed by the black mortality rate. And in his paper entitled, quote, what are the causes of the great mortality among Negroes in the cities of the South and how is that mortality lessened, end quote. He made some of the earliest and most astute observations regarding the physical conditions of Afro-Americans. Dr. Boyd used public forums, including Nashville churches, to instruct the populace in the causes, origin, and transmission of tuberculosis and taught them ways to combat this disease. During the summer of 1890, Boyd attended the Postgraduate School of Medicine at the University of Chicago. In 1891, he received the Master's of Arts degree from Central Tennessee College. Boyd ran for mayor and for a seat in the Tennessee General Assembly as a Republican in 1893. He returned to the Chicago School in 1892, specializing in diseases of women and children. His experiences in a Chicago teaching hospital proved highly beneficial to Meharry, as Boyd became a professor of gynecology and clinical medicine there in 1893. Central Tennessee College had been unsuccessful in securing funds for their teaching hospital, but when the city opened a hospital close to the school, students gained privileges there. African Americans constituted almost half of the patient population. For a time, the wards and clinics were open to Meharry students. Then the city abruptly suspended the permission this loss opportunity galvanized the resourcefulness of Dr. Boyd, and he opened Mercy Hospital in 1900. Ten African-American physicians and Dr. Boyd organized a national fraternity of Black doctors, of which Boyd was elected the first president. This group was the Society of Colored Physicians and Surgeons, which later became the National Medical Association, an organization which continues to gather African-American physicians from around the nation to focus on the healthcare needs of African-Americans. In the 1890s, he purchased a three-story brick house on Cedar Street for $14,000, reportedly the largest transfer of real estate to a person of African descent in Tennessee up to that time. When Nashville's second Afro-American bank, People's Saving Bank and Trust Company, was organized in 1909, Boyd was elected as president. Death came suddenly for Dr. Robert Fulton Boyd on July 20th, 1912, following an acute attack of indigestion. His body was interred in Nashville's Mount Ararat Cemetery. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please like, share, and repost, and follow us on your preferred social media platform. Don't forget to check back for our Wednesday weekly episodes. Until next time.